You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most other places you can find podcasts, my G. Be sure to follow us on social media at the Bucket Hat Boys on Instagram, the Bucket Up Podcast on Facebook, and at Bucket Up Podcast on Twitter. On this episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, are you a restaurant trapping out the house? Going above and beyond with customer service. Reviews for Woodstock 99, Jungle Cruise, A Quiet Place 2, Nobody, and F-Boy Island. New music from Isaiah Rashad, finally, and much more. <laughs> wearing togas and like you know camping yeah. out and it was and like a burn, peaceful yeah. event burning bras and like you know what I'm yeah saying? Like, like smoking a bunch of weed dank a bunch of bunk weed because <laughs> they didn't have no <laughs> back then yeah some straight they call this shit like tree branch because it's from a tree <laughs> branch or something <laughs> say what i mean i mean what i say Gone in 60 seconds, never let a bitch stretch me uh-uh. Before the microphone, I made a milli out the celly I love to see her walk away because it looked like jelly Went from zero to 60 in two seconds on Pirelli I'm always at the jury, so I got a diamond fetish Smoking on this kill while I'm counting up this lettuce Stack it to the sky, I believe that I can fly Told a man in the mirror that you want hell of a guy If I can do it, so can you, but shit, who the hell am I? Who said it's long? Only at the top, cause that's a motherfucking lie I bought my homeboys with me, ballin' in South Memphis like Dubai Rolls Royces back to back to back to back, oh my god I mean that shit Yo, we live Now listening to you, volume 172 of the Bucket Up Podcast It was your boy Ty Doyle, aka DJ Buttersauce, aka Ty Lante. Okay, your mom called me over to explain the Olympics to her, uh, and I'm here as always with the homie, the kid JB was good. Yes, that's me, the kid JB. Could have been right last week, aka Mr. Told You So. Not because uh, I'm always right, but when I'm right, I tend to tell you so. And I've had some occurrences that made me, you know, rendered correct. So mm. Keeps my title correct as well. But with that, I'm also Puff Armstrong. We out here lifting legally, medically. Herbally and physically, you know what I'm saying? We out here post uh, foot surgic surgery. You know what I'm saying jumping surgically, surgically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Most and most and uh, importantly, medically and systemically, I'm here with my man, the outlet of the universe, the Bucket Up Podcast. My man, DJ Butter. How you doing, son? I am good, bro. Like I said, I had a good week. Um, good. I had an okay weekend. Good weekend for the most part. Um, I know we're gonna talk. We're gonna do like a real quick pod today, so I'm gonna just bust into some of the stuff. My week was fine. Weekend Saturday, we had a plan with you know Trav and and Aubrey and Kingston and, and the kids and stuff to finally try these baby pancakes that I keep seeing on Instagram. I don't know if you've seen these things. Are they pancakes that babies make? No, they're just like super small pancakes and they like put all the like sauces and all the caramels and stuff on them. And it, it's like, a, it looked like a food truck on Instagram at least. And we're like, we've been seeing them, we've been throwing around in our like uh, couples group chat thing. 
but just you know Aubrey and Trav and me and Katie we're like yo we're gonna go to this and then so we finally it was like alright let's go I like I inst- like I messaged people on Instagram like yo where they gonna be at cause to me it looked like they're a food truck or whatever like we like yo what's y'all location We I couldn't tell if they're a food truck or they had a spot or something and maybe they just you know like it, here in Phoenix for the people that ain't are from around here like sometimes these restaurants are like just food trucks that like be in a parking lot of places and then sometimes they're just like random like canopy type like hut shit just like right in front of a fucking like liquor store or some shit you know what i mean which i always get upset because i'm like you guys are a truck you can come to me you know what i'm saying yeah like, like why are you in one location all the time but so i'm like i messaged them they're like all right yeah we got 6161 mcdowell on their like instagram page they said they were open eight to to 10 so we're like all right let's making go. their address hot as shit yo that's the spot by the way six one six the the the, the story's gonna go but yeah so okay. i'm like all right cool we're gonna go we decide when we're gonna wake up and shit you know go down there at like 9 30 uh I, we get there and like we pull in and it's a it's an apartment building and we're like what <laughs> like yo they trapping out the house bro what's going on and so we met, I messaged them and they just did not message us back. I'm like, bro, are they not trying to get sales? What is happening? And so we just, you were like, what the fuck is going on? And like, is this not even a place? Um, we ended up like just saying fuck it and we got breakfast from somewhere else. But like, I was so mad because I was like, bro, we amped up to get this shit. And they, they literally messaged me back like five hours later and told me they were at a different address. And I'm like, bro, what? what and i'm like are y'all a food truck are y'all moving locations and he was, she was like no it's a house and i'm like what <laughs> did y'all move and did y'all move since i instagrammed y'all like a week or two ago like i'm confused bro and so i don't even i don't understand and she was like yeah you gotta put in your order first too and i'm like well y'all don't even respond to people so like like when i'm supposed to put in my order but yeah so i was mad we didn't even get that and then we had this plan to get ribs, rib tips from this barbecue spot for lunch. But we had such a big breakfast that everybody was kind of like, uh, you know what I mean, after. And so, like, we were, like, around three because this rib place always runs out super early. We were like, oh, let's let's try to order now to beat the rush. And, of course, they're closed at three because they're already sold out. And I'm like, bro, we didn't get any of the food we were supposed to get all freaking week, bro. It's terrible. Uh, striking but, out, yeah. bro. For real. I'm for dying real. at that. I'm dying at the idea of like you guys at the apartment complex or the house and just standing around looking stupid. And people are like, what are you yeah, guys doing? Like, yeah. Oh, we're here for uh baby pancakes. They're like, yeah, like weed's legal. You don't have to do <laughs> no Mark. That probably would be like, yo, they trying to trap. They probably know. They probably get, they probably retired the people trapping out their house with damn pancakes. <laughs> They probably Baby be like pancakes, bro. I bet later. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It did work out though, because we ended up getting uh, Jamaican food from this spot called Ocho Rio. Shout out to them. The food was fire. Uh, actually, we we actually went again today, and I got just to get some beef patties. And they crazy, and they like it was like a club. They were bugging COVID wise, but the food the food was fire. But yeah, that was that was my <laughs> weekend. Let that slide. All right, well, that's yeah. cool, man. I- <laughs> that's that's funny man yeah uh food wise i i've heard of that that dynamic before shouts to uh soul food detroit soul food sisters on the go mm-hmm. or to go or something they make they all this shit restaurant. and they sell out well not only that but they they recently got a pot like an actual location but before that they were trapping out the apartment 
And mm. uh, when we went, it was just an apartment complex. And uh, they were just like, yeah, you know, come get it, you know. And then, like, <laughs> some kid, like, gave me his order, my order with, like, he was, like, eight years old, had no shirt on and shit. <laughs> and I was like... I bet that shit hit, like, though. I'm going to be real, though. Oh, I bet it was, it was so fire. good, bro. Are you kidding oh. me? I was, I was licking the plate and shit. I was like, bro. <laughs> nah, a little eight-year-old you know, can cook. Because, like, think about it, bro. The confidence you got to have in your food to have niggas show up to your uh, actual address to get that shit. And because it's like, if it's garbage, they know where you live, bro. And they're going to flame your ass. Like, you got to, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, the, so you just, I know that's what had to be fire, so. Right, they out here, yeah. You know, like when you make confident moves with your chest, they they send mm-hmm. in the eight year olds with their chest yeah. to make moves. They, they don't give a damn about service, nothing. That it's like just give them their food, it'd be all right, bro. I think he was holding his my utensils just like without the foil, just to take. This shit, <laughs> he gave you an actual fork, like a like a metal one. He's like, he's yeah. like, yo, you. He's like, you can, you gotta bring that back, and he's like, you know what? Now nah, you can keep it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which one's that? Oh, like the soccer, like old, like pep rally one. We good. Yeah, um, we keep that one. <laughs> nah, so um, nah, that's cool though. I mean, I, I'm all about the hustle, I'm about the grind. I don't know about the logistics of running a business out your apartment. I'm sure they got rules Neither. against that. Through, straight, <laughs> you know? Strictly through Instagram, and you're not even on the communications of it. It's wild. <laughs> so I talk about providing a business out out my cut out my parking lot you know what i'm saying because I, I have my bit my my car rented on turo or listed on mm-hmm. turo so people come through pick up my car and dip uh talk about going above and beyond though <laughs> a little <laughs> blooper bucket up blooper for the week i'm a really good host on turo you know what i'm saying got like an a star rating um you know what i'm saying if you, your rating messes up they take your car off it's bad you know you got to go through turo jail all that so I just got out of Turo jail from not responding to enough rides Damn, in time bro. or whatever it was. So I was like been, you know, extra, you know, responding uh, extra, extra, yeah. um... extra above and beyond. Right. Customer mm-hmm. service. So uh, take them to the end of the week. This is like Thursday or Friday. I get a message from one of my customers. And mind you, you always get a message from the customer like, hey, I'm Chad. I'm excited for the trip. Thanks. Blech. You know, it's usually mm-hmm. something like that. Recently, people have been hitting me up being like, yo, can you bring the car to me? And I'm like, no, like you come get it for me. Right. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about to be ass out. No car. Like after I drop it All off, right. with you, like, nah. You, you know, that's like at a hotel. Yo, can you bring the hotel to me? No. You right. come get no, absolutely. <laughs> you know not. what I'm saying? Right. So knowing that I've been declining, nah, sorry. You know, let me know when you can come through though, blah, 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 right? But then I proactively looked at this account and it said 12, pickup time, 1230 a.m. And I'm like, you know, smacked. So I'm looking at the shit. I'm like, a.m. That means midnight, right? So I'm like, yeah. there's no way. I was like, there's no way that you, that's a glitch. It has to be PM. I'm not staying up mm-hmm. till midnight. <laughs> and I, so I'm like, nah. So I message the people and I'm like, hey, quick question. Um, the, the app says AM, 1230 AM. You guys are coming Friday, like in the afternoon, right? And they're like, no, our flight gets in at midnight on Thursday. So technically Friday. So we'll be there at like Friday, 12 a.m. or whatever. And I was oh. like, all right. And they're like, is that okay? And knowing I was like just out of tarot jail, I didn't want to say no. Shit. Say, so yeah. I was like, 
Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's cool. I just want to make sure I'll drink coffee and stay awake. And they're like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, you're the best. And I'm like, all right, great. So I'm like, so then I turned to Joelle. I'm like, all right, I guess I got to stay up tonight. She's like, for what? I was like, uh, my customers are coming at like midnight. So I got to just stay awake for that, you know? And we've all been there, right? You've picked a homie up from the airport. You got to like stay up yeah, or whatever. Yeah, get up early and, or like, you know what I mean? Or just set an alarm and know like, all right, I got to watch some TV shows because dude's coming at 1 a.m. or whatever, you know? Right. Luckily, it was half of that because I wasn't picking them up. I was just giving them the keys, right? So I'm fucking, I'm chilling. I made a coffee. You know, it was like nine o'clock, ten o'clock. I was like, all right, I'll make a coffee, stay awake, um, watching some TV shows. I got ahead on my video game. You know what I'm saying? Shouts to <laughs> NHL 2K, 2K21. Um, yeah, the show. And yeah, that's right. And uh, so then, you know, I'm chilling, whatever. I'm kind of dozing off, and I'm like, but you know what? I could fall asleep, but just set an alarm at twelve thirty, and I'll be Gucci. So, you know. I'm dozing off, back up, dozing off, back up. I'm like, nah, actually, I'll stay awake. So I'm st- I'm good. I'm good money. I'm staying awake till 12-ish. It's 12.30. Still don't hear from them. I'm like, all right, their plane's probably landing at, you know, 12.30 or ever. It's like 1-ish. I still didn't hear nothing. Joelle's coming out to check on me. She's like, yo, you still doing this? I was like, yeah, you know, I'm a good I'm a good customer service. I got to stay up for this. Mm. And she's like, but they're still not here? I was like, nah, but you know how planes be. It's probably late. You know, they can't text me right now. It's whatever. And I'm just giving them all the benefit of the doubt. And uh, I'm just chilling. And then it's like 1.30, 2 a.m. And Joelle's like, all right, nah, like, like cut it off. Just come to bed. And I, and she, I was like, yeah, you're right. So I messaged them. Mind you, now my glasses are off. I'm like half. I'm fachotted. And I'm just like, yo, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm going to bed. Uh, I got to be up for work at 6 a.m. You guys can come get the car tomorrow. Like, nothing personal. Sorry, I waited, you know. Um... And then... I, I fucking go to sleep and I wake up and no responses and still no messages from them. And I'm like, what the hell? They, so they, I was like, they cancel or something or like, I don't know what the hell. So then um, I'm getting situated with work. I got my glasses, you know, everything's getting ready. And I'm just like, let me check the app. <laughs> I check the app, Ty. Their reservation is not till next Friday at 1230. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> did they say anything back so mind you they're confused as fuck because i'm texting them at one in the morning talking about can mm. you come get this damn bro <laughs> yeah so she was like yeah it's next friday and then she's like so it got all it quiet she's cool? like, yeah is it still yeah. cool i was like i guess that was batting practice chief fuck man <laughs> Yeah, as long as y'all come exactly at twelve thirty and don't, you know, now they know that see, now you primed them. They're like, all right, this dude, he doing us a favor, but like, we gotta get to right at twelve thirty because he not, he not gonna, <laughs> he not gonna last that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so and like emotional, JB. I've been working on my shit, so like old, I can say with confidence, old JB, maybe five years ago, I would have woke up been like, yo, why are you wasting my time? What's up oh, with yeah, this? Oh yeah, you would have and they would have like, been back in jail, bro. <laughs> back in back in jail and then like with no reason all i had to do is read the date but i was just like <laughs> it, it was completely your fault <laughs> it was my fault but but what prompted it was them messaging me being like yeah, i, I checking the app being yeah. like yo is it cool and uh anyway so yeah i went above and beyond bro for some shit that uh didn't have, didn't to, have bro. to but um what was the lesson here? you learn kids never try hard <laughs> you know 
set has set two alarms. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, there you go. There you go. Um, that's funny though. Yeah, now yeah, it was so... Thursday and the Friday too because like you had to work still. Like every one thing it was a Friday night. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I've like, had... like I said, stay up later and not go to you know just wake up later. I've had them. I've had a customer drop off that time. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like drop off at midnight and then them dip out. But I uh, the pick. I just. It's like, yeah, I'll stay awake for y'all, whatever. It, it sucks you ain't, uh, because you're in an apartment. If you was like, if you had a house, you could have like a lockbox or something. You know what I mean? They could just come punch in the codes for a lockbox, dip out, you know? <laughs> yeah, I learned that the hard way. Some customer just left my shit in the glove box one time, and I was like, all right, man, we're not doing that. <laughs> like, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's a, at least if it was a Dropbox, you know, you, could, you know, that makes sense. Like, I, you know, we we got one from Rent a Car Enterprise, Rent a Car, and we, they had a Dropbox. So, yeah, I don't even know how sense. that. Yeah, we just dropped it off. I'm like, how do they know that we dropped it off when we dropped it off? I don't care if they charge. You're gonna yell. I worked at. <laughs> I told you I worked at Enterprise for like you know a month before I quit that shit. They had mm-hmm. the the drop off policy made no sense. They're like, yeah, the, um, there's a drop off box. Uh, customers don't even have to put. <laughs> this is what made no sense. They're like, customers don't even have to put the keys in the drop-off box as long as it's near. I was like, near? <laughs> what does that mean? What's the point of the drop-off box? Then? I'm sorry. What do you mean? What did, like, where do they put it? I'm confused. Just the, like, like they throw just, the shit like it's a they just throw that at the, like, They just throw it at the door and like hop out of the car and have a car just like roaming around the parking lot and everything's Gucci. I don't understand. What? Well, the reason why, because I saw someone do that shit. They drove by and threw it just at the box like it was like a newspaper <laughs> at the stoop. And I looked at my coworker and he looked at me like, yep, that's normal. And I was like, why, why can't, they can't take the four seconds to be like, here's the keys? Yeah, like, what the fuck? Okay. So I, I had to get out of that, bro. When shit doesn't make sense, but it's a norm for people, I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I feel you. I got, I got homies that work there. I, I think they enjoy it. I don't really. I never asked. I probably should. I should be a better friend. Um, but yeah, we like I said, we gotta we gotta do a quick pause. So we're gonna move on to our reviews and then songs of the week and then get up on out of here. So you watch anything this week, bro? Uh yeah, so real quick, it was a really good documentary. I don't know the title fully, but it was like Peace Love. It's a Woodstock documentary, Peace Love and Chaos or something. But unfor not like, you know, your traditional documentary, like oh meta, like, oh, this is just this was what Woodstock was, you know, bleh. It was really cool because this documentary was talking about how they wrongfully depicted Woodstock as this like romantic, oh, like I think beautiful, I yeah, like so I they made it a documentary, but I saw I saw about the it. attraction for it. So yes, yeah. M- mainly what it was is like you know Woodstock '99 tried to pay homage to the Woodstock '69, which then you know m- our parents would tell you was more of like or you know people before us would tell you that was like the hip hippie smoking weed, you know, druggy acid, you know, um, people wearing togas and like, you know, camping yeah. out. And it was like and a bur- peaceful yeah. event. Burning bras and like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, like smoking a bunch of weed, dank, a bunch of bunk weed. <laughs> Cause they didn't have those <laughs> back then. Yeah. Some straight, they call this shit like tree branch. Cause it's from a tree <laughs> branch. or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Like, yo, this shit look like oregano. That's what this, that's what I'm gonna call it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? This is nutmeg, actual nutmeg. Nah, so, um, <laughs> that's, so the documentary was really cool because I remember in 99 watching Woodstock and I remember just like old heads, my parents being like, ah, oh, that's not the real Woodstock though. You kids wouldn't understand. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you're right. Like, I, you know, I don't care. 
but this documentary <laughs> this documentary brought back that that idea of like how they tried to pay homage to all of what was in the 60s but the 60s and 90s were completely different times right right so completely trying different. trying trying to feed a culture or feed respect to a culture that no longer existed right so mm-hmm. being like oh let's all respect and love each other but unfortunately at the 90s that was the peak of you know homosexual or uh, homophobia you know rape culture um grunge uh suicide like you know nirvana all these like metalhead bands and stuff like kind of setting the path for like what was unfortunately like that white angry mob you know fan base culture like you know Mm -hmm. the like the the eminem fans or like the you know the insane cloud posse like and that was the and that was the majority of the audience of 99 Woodstock. So when you originally had people going to see the Doors and the Beatles and, um, or, you know, whatever bands, you know, the, the, Eric, the, you know, Parsons, Eric Clapton, like all those guys, these fans are now going to see Slipknot and Corn and, uh, yeah. Rage Against the Machine and, 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 and Megadeth and, and Limp Biscuit. And they were talking about just like the, the rolling, the, rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Bro, but they killed it. They had like fifty thousand people at this concert. That's and insane, Fred Durst, bro. And Fred Durst, you know, came out and was responsible for like this biggest destruction. But similar to like rape culture and you know mass shooting culture, now what they do, they blamed the victims, and they were like, mm. they were like, oh no, nah, like the girl, like you know, so girls were getting raped in the crowd, right? And they oh were blaming God. the girls. They were blaming girls for wearing that, you know, not wearing clothes, even though the artists were yelling, get naked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So um, uh, Fred Durst was encouraging people to break, you know, monuments of the of the stage and telling people to break things and destruct. Right. And there was this battle between the artist and the venue. Mm-hmm. And then it talked about yeah. how. Yeah. Yeah. And then, bro, this was the grossest part. And I was like, this is why I'm not. I went to a festival, what, a year and a half festivals ago? Festivals like look gross, festival. to be honestly. They're horrible, bro. The concept honestly, of one is just disgusting. I, I want to see the is- artists, but I don't care for being at the pe- with everybody just on top of each other, just, like, sweating on top of each other. Water. You can't I saw the- shower for three days? Like, no. Nah. Uh, I saw, like, pictures of Lollapalooza, because that's going on right now. And it's obviously not a great time with, you know, Delta variant putting up Wilt Chamberlain numbers, like... It's it looked disgusting, bro. <laughs> Oof. But yeah, I said continue, Del- Delta variants, like when uh Michael Jordan came back from baseball mm-hmm. and was like, I saw these jokes y'all talking back, about, bro. Back with about the, the three peat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm uh, so anyway, uh, then the grossest thing, dude. People were, were got you know, and the the impage. So this is the unique. Also, was as an adult watching this was listening to the attendees now 30 years later, 20 years later, talk about the event. And a lot of them, the audience were like, you know, the prices of water was $4 a water and beer was $3. So like kids never drank water because their logic was, I'm just going to get a beer for $3, right? That's idiotic, um, but yes, I get that. Right. Why would they even, but why was that even the case? Why is that $4? That don't make no sense. But that's the whole problem. They said it was a money grab for kids that don't have money, you know, type shit. Mm-hmm. And my argument, I was like, yeah, but I've I've never, as a broke boy, I've never sympathetic to people that show up places without with empty pockets and then talk about it's other people's problem. You know, like if you go to a yes festival yes, with no money, yes and no, yeah. 
You still should drink yeah, water. Like, I, you know, it's like, yes, it should be like, oh, man, it's cheaper for beer. That's weird. But I must, I still literally need to to at least throw in some water every now and then. Like, they should have, they should provide, yeah. they, they should have provided water. That's yeah, for sure. Should have been, for sure. There should have been misters or something you could drink water from. So there was that mm-hmm. issue. Then the showers came, bro. People were getting impatient because either A, people were wasting, you know, taking too much time. Or girls didn't feel comfortable, so they like would go in groups, right? Yeah. And people, sense. of course, because people are the worst, they got impatient. And this one kid starts breaking, and the, you see actual footage. The, this kid starts breaking a pipe, thinking that oh, the water will just come out this way, right? And I could take a shower quicker. It breaks oh, the man. pipe, and what happens, Ty? The whole sewage of the whole setup breaks. Oh. And sh- shit Shit's and piss every- start coming through people's tents. And oh. sleeping grounds. And then for the next day and a half, kids thinking that this was mud and being like, oh, cool, and swimming in it, it was shit and piss, bro. Oh, and Jesus. So not only that, this is what they were talking about was like, this happened during the day. And then Limp Bizkit and all these bands come on at night and talk about, you know, dig deep and pull out all the negative energy you got. And these kids are swimming and sleeping and shit and piss. Not so drinking water. Pissed. They're like, yo, I'm about to break something, literally. And yeah, like, yeah. Dude, like, so it was insane, dude. And uh, yeah, so, you know, good documentary. Uh, then they talked about how just like whoever was the producer or the uh, promoter of the show just didn't didn't have like the vision because like they after they had these metal bands like punk, uh, what's that called? Like Kid Rock and mm-hmm. Fred Durst and all that stuff. Instead of just being like, all right, you know, go to sleep recharged they kept the music going but they had like um raves so they had techno in the middle of the night and and they were saying how like the same audience that was there for slipknot and corn and fred durst and stuff are not going to be there and crack glow sticks and start doing like dancing, you know so it was just a horrible mix of trying too hard and even the artist after they saw the crowd and like was just like nah so a lot of the artists left that night because they're just like nah like this crowd is out of hand and this like this this is a bad look on us so um long story short good documentary and you know definitely reminded me of times because i remember my brother ordering uh the pay-per-view for that woodstock and oh really he he enjoyed it the first couple nights and then those last and then like the the last night because he was a big red uh rage against the machine fan Mm-hmm. Um, and there was, I think, um, oh, DMX performed that Woodstock mm. and, uh, he was like, he, he even said, like, I remember back then being like, it got like really like destructive, Weird. you know, and, yeah, and like yeah. people like fighting and like, it, it's just not, it wasn't a vibe, you know, people breaking things and stuff. So like, yeah, I just remember that. And then watching that documentary, it just brought back all that. And, um, just you know all, all the ta- toxic masculinity about like they had all these male performers and they had what seemed like a, a good amount of female performers but they just spread them out throughout the three nights mm-hmm. so they had like jewel alanis morissette and like cheryl crow which mind you if you're watching limp biscuit you're really gonna rock out to like cheryl crow or jewel yeah, probably not. I mean, if you if you, <laughs> you know if you rock and limp biscuit, your taste not that great at this point. <laughs> but you're the I'm, you're the prime demographic for that audience. That's what's crazy. Yeah, Jesus, man, you people, I'm on your ass if you was for real on that limp biscuit wave, bro. That shit was insane. 
Um, but yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. if I watched that, but I didn't. Yeah, I, I remember vaguely remember that stuff, but I never really, you know, I didn't really care about white people stuff at the time. So, <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? It's kind of is what it is, but that's yeah. yeah that's I mean, you definitely look in the crowd. There's definitely a type. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm sure. I, yeah, the Slipknot Limp Biscuit. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it does so, tackle. It does tackle though, like some of the political stuff, like that. We, I think, you know, we bang with about how like uncovering instead of blaming the artists and the music they're just like yeah why are these white kids like so angry though you know like that's, that's kind of what it was yeah. i guess that's true but I, it, sometimes that gets into the like right after trump won they were just interviewing everybody who like voted for trump and it's like all right bro we get it you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah, like true. at some point you gotta just be like these people some of these people suck you know uh <laughs> yeah <fact>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Last week that we couldn't, we had a guest on, so we didn't do any reviews. Uh, I'm gonna go over them real quick and then just jump into one thing that I watched that was funny. Um, last week I watched uh, A Quiet Place Two, great movie. If you saw A Quiet Place One, you definitely would fuck with it. I would say uh, I'm not gonna spoil it, but it's definitely the same vibe. Shouts to John Krasinski, shouts to Emily Blunt. I would give it like a four and a half out of five bucket hats for sure. Um, so yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, cause it came out in theaters in like April and you're like, yeah, dog, I wasn't vaccined up or nothing. Um, I think I watched it on Paramount plus. If you have Paramount plus, you get it for free. Just a little, if you haven't seen ads for it, but I only got Paramount plus cause it's like a dollar in it. Which is, Amazon uh, Prime. What's isn't that? that CBS? CBS? Yeah. It's like CBS's thing. Yeah. Like the overview. It got like Nickelodeon and the new Rugrats is on there. The new iCarly. The uh, did I watch something else on there? I think it's not that much. If you, I mean, you gotta like CBS shit, which I don't, but again, it was one dollar, so that's why I got it. Um, but yeah, I would say check that out. The other one, the other one I watched was Nobody, the shit with Bob Odenkirk. Also, shouts to Bob Odenkirk because he had a he had a health scare this week. He collapsed on filming Better Call Saul, and then we found out he was good. And I'm like, yo, thank God, because you know he seems like a cool person, obviously. Um, you know, and Better Call Saul is one of the better shows on TV right now. So, you know, obviously, hopefully everything's good there and he's able to make a safe recovery. But the, the, the movie Nobody was fire. I didn't like I saw in the previews, it was like him, like fighting people and shit. But I didn't know how much it was going to be like John Wick. It is definitely a John Wick-esque 
type fucking movie that you just you don't really expect, but it's it's literally produced by somebody who did John Wick, so it makes sense. But it's a it's fire shit. So I would say definitely if you fuck with John Wick or action movies like that at all, I would say watch that shit. Um, it's it's for rent right see now. Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes looks dope. I don't know about uh, the GI Joe thing because like I don't think any GI Joe movie has been successful, so it's kind of funny. What it is? They, yeah, it's part of the GI Joe franchise because uh, Snake Eyes was the dude, <laughs> and I'm like, it's like none of the movies were successful, but y'all doing a third spinoff movie? Okay, um, but yeah, I don't know. It might, it might be good. Who knows? Um, and the whole thing with Snake Eyes was that they they you didn't see his face, and then this movie is like you seeing his entire face the whole time. I don't really know. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I was definitely give nobody a four a four point five out of five bucket hats. And then this week I saw Jungle Cruise with uh, Emily Blunt again and uh, The Rock. I fell asleep for a little bit of it, so I can't give it like a full full. I was just tired, bro, from all the food we were eating. Um, but it seemed like it seemed like a decent movie. It was cool. Like I, I woke up, I fell asleep like a little bit in the middle, but then everything I woke up, I got the gist of the movie. It was good. Um, the Rock was good in it, so was Emily Blunt. It definitely was, it had a lot of, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, like, uh, what's it called? It's something, it's, it reminded me of two movies that's, like, already Disney. But most of it, it was mostly, like, a Pirates of the caribbean S type movie, with but just with The Rock, you know what I mean? Um, obviously, there's a lot of, like, tropes that are uh, very familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but then there's some, <laughs> there were some surprises in the movie, I would say. Um, only thing I will say is like the rock, the rock really playing up his like racial ambiguity. Cause like in this one, he plays like, I guess I would probably give it away, but the, what he plays in this movie is like not at all what <laughs> he is in real life. So it's just kind of funny, but I, I don't want to spoil the movie. His, his Samoan side or what? Nah, I, just, I don't want to give away too much in the movie, uh, okay. but it's just, it's just funny. Like he just, him and Vin Diesel just play whatever the hell. We just show up and they play whatever. It is. Like I'm Italian today, cool. Am I, am I black today, cool. Am I Hispanic, cool. Am I Samoan, cool. You know what I mean? Like they just, they're like, they're like Scarlett Johansson, bro. They play whatever. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Vin, you need you're a black. Race you I'm need like, to play, bro. <laughs> I'm like, Vin, you're a black Jew, bro. That's cool enough. Just leave that. There you yo. go. Just there leave it go. alone, bro. There you go. <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, I would get that one like. Maybe like three point eight out of five bucket hats, pretty good, pretty good move, solid, decent. Um, and then the last thing that I watch on HBO Max is Fuck Boy Island, bro. <laughs> Have you seen mm. this? Have you is seen that a this? show or, or a movie? It's a show, bro. It's a it's a reality TV show on HBO Max. And shout the premise... to the homie uh, Noah. He did like a spoof video on that, and um, hey. he was saying like he was like <laughs> if. So I mind you, yes, um, I I, I kind of backdoor my way into these trendy things through people's spinoff jokes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I feel like it's a good way to get a handle on things. And Noah was like cracking jokes, saying if he was the Jewish cat on uh, F Boy Island, and oh, he was yeah. like, and I, you know, I'll, I'll throw it up on the socials. But he was saying like, "Hey, I'm Noah. <laughs> I've I've had sex with three women, and I was in love with all of them." <laughs> like. <laughs> You'd be, uh, yeah, little shit like that. So yeah, anyway, continue. Yeah, so that that would track because it's like the uh, the premise of the show is like it's three it's three girls, and you know they're looking for love, and they have to pick through like twenty four dudes, the three girls, 
but half of the dudes are like self-proclaimed fuckboys, and then the other half are like nice guys. But they don't tell they don't tell you, they don't tell the audience, and then they don't tell the girls until the person gets eliminated. And so like they have to figure out who's what. And like mind you, it's like there's so many like people who look douchey. So you're like, oh, that's definitely a fuckboy, or like, yeah, that dude's a nice guy. And sometimes you're like, I don't know, that dude might be a nice guy, but he looks he sounds stupid. So get him out of here. You know what I mean? I'm not a big reality TV show, but I like the premise kind of got me. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm intrigued Damn, by this. I wonder how would they profile me, dog? If I'm sitting in the I, corner. You, well, you, it's not a profile. You tell them. So it's like you, uh, you, you tell them like I'm a fuckboy or, you, or you're a nice guy. And then that's what you have to stick to. And it's like you can win a hundred thousand dollars if you're at the end or something like that. So like the, the fuckboys are obviously just there for money. And then like the nice guy is supposed to be there for like love or whatever the hell. I mean, obviously, it's it's reality TV, so like all of it's probably fake. But like, I feel they like do, the fuck boys are set up for success. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just have to. They just got to keep doing what they always do is like trick women. Be yourself. Just, I feel like yeah, that's what books yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, shout out to it. Kingston kind of put us on to it. Shout out to homie Kingston. He said he had a homie that's on the show. Uh. So it's funny. He said he had insight into what was going on and some of the stuff. I guess like because it was like filmed during COVID, like they stopped filming at one point, but then they had everybody up in the hotel and like, I don't, I think they were in like either Fiji or Maui or some shit. And they were like, they had to stay there for like a whole summer, like, and then like go back to shooting. And he was like, they had to like, they made them uh, work out on their balcony. Cause they had to stay in shape for the, for the TV show. And I'm like, that's, that's so crazy. Um, but yeah, no, it was, is it so like, again, I'm not a big reality TV person. But, like, if it's a unique concept, I'll watch it. Like, Love is Blind is one of the ones I watched. And, like, this one I thought was was unique enough for me to to fuck with. So uh, I would say check it out on HBO Max if you got that shit. Um, Nikki, Nikki Glazer is the host of it, like a comedian. She's pretty fucking funny. And she'd be, like, roasting oh, the dudes. Shouts to, in all full circle, shouts to Noah's brother, Ari, who writes mm-hmm. for uh, Nikki Glazer. Oh, that's that's what's up. That's what's up. So yeah, that's what Noah would probably be the nice guy, and that's what he him explaining that he <laughs> he he had sex with three women and was in love with all of them. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, those are my reviews, yeah, not, bro. I don't. Not a lot of Jewish fuckboys, I'll tell you that much. And you know, not a fuckboy in every race, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it depends. Well, if we just wouldn't uh, announce it. We'd be yeah. like, no, you, you a fuckier boy. I don't know. Yeah, there you <laughs> yeah, go. There's but... probably, probably orthodox fuckboys. You don't even know. They're probably chilling. Uh, you know? No, yeah, you're right. I, I, I redact that. There's plenty <laughs> of the orthodox crew. Fuck it. They always want them. But yeah, uh, those are my reviews. We can get into you know, our favorite portion of the podcast. Songs of the week, bro. What you got this week? Uh, I will say, I did learn something about movies real quick. Um, did you know the previews used to be called, or they're called trailers? Because yeah. they used to be played at the end of a movie. Who was sticking around to watch that, though? And that was the problem. Nobody. So they're like, yo, <laughs> let's put this shit in the front and call them previews. Call them, why they, oh, yeah, duh. I'm like, they still call so them a trailer, trailer. It's weird. Well, just, you know, to homage. Um, so, yeah, nah, I, thought, I mean, I thought that was cool. But, yeah, yeah. music-wise, man, you know what I'm saying? You know, obviously, you put me on the new shit. But when it comes to like music, food, television, any source of entertainment, I gotta let it come to me. You know what I'm saying? I can't, mm-hmm. I can't just be like, "Oh, you said, let me go do it." But 
I will say, man, I'm sure you've mentioned him before, but Rod Wave. Um, I, yeah, I have. I'm not a – speaking of Kingston, Kingston's a big Rod Wave. I'm not because I'm just not on the – It's just. I feel like there's been a wave of, like, you know, Pat. fat niggas singing about, like, the saddest shit in the world, and I just, I'm just not <laughs> – you know, say, I, I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah, care yeah, about yeah. Their, their, their size or their. I know their, it doesn't yeah. matter their size, but it's just funny. I've been like, hey, I like to sing you. I like to sing you shit. I like to sing no, you songs, right? I think it's just funny, but every every songs. fat every fat black dude who comes to the game, I'm like, oh, maybe he gonna rap like Biggie or something, and it's just like them. It just where I wave, dude, just singing like I can't even go outside. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> bury bury me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nah, but hey, Biggie sang too. He even said he prefers R and B over rapping. So there you go. Rest I in peace. Just, you know what I'm I was making a joke. I, it's cool. Yeah, it's, I, I, I'm I just not. It's too sad for me sometimes. That's all. Uh, and also, you know, I rock with that his his resiliency. He had a speech impediment as a mm, kid, or he cool. still does. So like that's why the singing stuff's pretty Overcome. impressive. Um, and then uh, you know, he's from Florida, which not often we can pull out the diamonds in the rough out there. So mm-hmm. shouts to mm-hmm. him. Uh, but yeah, so uh, he had a couple songs that I think were cool because the music videos are pretty cool. And, you know, I said, you know, it's a good voice. So this week we're going with uh, Street Runner by Rod Wave. I bet. I bet. Um, you know, I usually do bangs, bops, and slaps, but I'm just going to – I was – you know, I listen to some things. Like there was a Nio, a song called Messy Love, and then and then Life Was Beautiful. That was good. So I guess those would be like kind of my shout outs. But the only only thing that I listened to pretty much on repeat this weekend was the new Isaiah Rashad album, The House is Burning. Isaiah Rashad is part of TDE. If you, if anybody knows me they, or knows TDE, they know how t- TDE like, likes to only release like two albums a year and it irks the shit out of me because Isaiah Rashad's last album came out in 2016. And it's like, do you know who Isaiah Rashad is, Jesse? I know he has... Uh... He was on uh, the soundtrack for um, Insecure. I know oh that. yeah, he probably was. But here's the thing: what I'm, the thing that makes me mad is Isaiah Rashad had one album before. So you have one album, you probably shouldn't go five years before having another fucking album. Because who the <laughs> fuck are you, bro? So <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand the marketing thing with TDE. Like, obviously, you can do that with Kendrick Lamar and Schoolboy Q. You can have them drop an album every six or seven years like they plan on doing with everybody. And maybe even SZA, because SZA got so big off the one album that she can do that now. But, like, all they little younger, like, well, little lesser known artists, like, you can't be going dumb amount of time. But people don't, people forget they move on. You know what I mean? So yeah, his last I'll album say, I've great. stopped watching Family Guy. They haven't made an episode in years. See? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, see, like... Like Isaiah Rashad's last album, The Sun Siree, was very good. And so I'm like, ah, oh, I can't wait to see what's going on. You know, what's going to happen next? And then it's like five years later. And it's like, damn, bro. But like, this is, this album is great. It's probably my most, it's probably my favorite project from him. So, I mean, I kind of just probably, you know, backs back on me being like, why the hell didn't you come out with something earlier? Because it's like, maybe it took him this long to make this. I doubt it. I'm sure he recorded a lot of this shit in the last year or so. I'm sure maybe he did. You know, I have no clue. There's no, I don't have any insight into that. But it's like that shit is absurd to me. You should not be going five years as a new artist in between putting out a project. Yes, yeah, like, especially absurd. when shit 
like timely shit. Like, what if he's rapping about? It? He's like, man, the Bucks never gonna win a Super Bowl again. It's like they, <laughs> they yeah, did, like, bro. Brady's washed up. He's done. Never gonna. It's like what? You know what I mean? You got to take all that shit out. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like he's like, I'm never weak to a pandemic. You never see me in a machine <laughs> with a vaccine. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, dude, like, I, yeah, it's so, and it's like, you know, it just didn't make any sense. Um, but the album is fire. I loved it. Uh, some of my favorite songs off there. Uh, Headshots is probably my favorite one on there, but also From the Garden with Lil Uzi Vert, it bangs. So definitely check that shit out. Uh, Tib, um, you gotta, like, like Thibodeau, I'm guessing that's what he named it after. Uh, Claymore featuring Smino is fire. He got a song on there with J Rock called uh, True Story that's fire. And he also got a song with Scissor and Black that's good called Score. Um, but yeah, no, I would say check that shit out if you haven't yet. Um, for some reason, like check out the whole album. The whole thing is good to me. Um, but yeah, those are my those are my songs of the week. And he doesn't necessarily sing, but he says some sad shit, bro. Headshots is about death and oh, well. different ways to kill yourself. From mm. either alcohol consumption or taking two shots to the head. That That's I, true. I read it. I, 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 again, I'm weird with my fandom. I've actually followed a lot of his interviews. Haven't heard a lot of his songs. Aaron <laughs> break down his music a lot, so I thought that was That's funny. funny. Uh, so yeah, and that he said headshots is about like different ways you could die, and whoever's ready, you know, he got two shots, you know, bullets yeah. in the gun, and then he's got two shots, you know, drinks yeah. ready for whoever type shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, I'm you know again. Rod Wave took me a while to get on that wave. Uh, oh, Polo man. G, you know what I'm saying? You know, next you're going to be on Mo, who's another big black dude, be singing. And I like. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, yo, have you heard of Ruben Stuttered from <laughs> American Idol? Yo, shit's yeah. fire. Right. <laughs> That's the first one. Nah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, nah, I think, um, I mean, movie reviews, previews, real quick. I know they're coming up with a, a new jackass. Um, that I'm not too, you know, keen on that, but just I think I've been watching that they're not letting one of the main characters, Ben Margera, back on the show. He breathed because, something. I think he did. He kept doing drugs or something like that. Yeah, now he's like beefing with them. He's like, "Yo, boy, boycott the movie." So I'm here for the smoke. But you gonna boycott it, even though it's like they did it for his own good. <laughs> oh no, I'm a yeah. I, I'll probably still. I mean. I We'll see. You know what I'm saying? I don't um, know. I'm like, you, y'all way too old to be doing this shit, bro. Relax. Yeah, you guys might die. I can't see an old man fall down some stairs and laugh. My God, it's not as funny to me anymore. I'm, I think it's because I'm older. I don't know. Who knows? Um, it's more, it's like more of a like cry for help. It's like, yo, go see a doctor, son. Like, mm. but anyway. Um, but yeah, nah, uh, you're right. Nah, but again, shouts to those that, you know, um, were engaging last week's episode again. Shouts to Haley for Sunday Scaries. You know, provided great intel on what is the sponsor. You know, they could use the everyone could use promo code Bucket Up to get twenty percent off. You know, CBD uh, helps you with my anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Laying low, chilling. Um, and then shouts to Daniel Phillip because um, you know they be rocking with us too, and you can get a discount if you use promo code Bucket Up. But uh, beyond that, you know what I'm saying? We've been rocking, and shouts to Ty for putting up with me week in and week out. But we got plenty of socials, you know what I'm saying, for the medias, for the worlds. Um, so for the, those that are new to the program that are like, yo, these guys are funny, and I didn't know which one was the black one or the Jewish one. Uh, <laughs> Where can they follow us? Yeah, man. Uh, like we said at the top of the episode, you can follow us on any of the social medias, bro. We're on Facebook as just, you know, the Bucket Up Podcast. We're on 
Instagram as the at the book I have boys, and then we're on Twitter at Bucket Up Podcast. And then you can follow us individually. The homie Jesse is at JB Speaks, and then I am at Tylante, aka I'm like, what did I change it to now? It was Bone Big Bone Thugs and Harmony. Now I think it's um I think it's Pico de Negro. That's my name right now. Uh, Not so bad. Not bad. yeah, so you know, you can follow us on there, chop it up. If you got something to say about the show, you can chop it with us on the socials. If you just want to interact with us, we got funny skits on Instagram that we put out. The homie Jesse does the bulk of the work, but then when we link up sometimes and we do a little collabo on that. And then, uh, yeah, if, if you, I'm not sure if you're listening to us on right now, but just keep in mind that you know, if you listen to us on Spotify, you could probably get a little easier on or not spotify on soundcloud which is our main squeeze that we are we are on spotify make sure you follow us on there so you don't get the updates when we drop an episode and then on apple Podcasts, make sure you follow us or uh was it subscribe to the podcast so you get those episodes as soon as they drop also if you're on there be sure to leave us a five-star review you can say a little comment if you want if you want if you're feeling real nice and generous today. Make sure you leave that for us. And then put an emoji, all, you know what I'm saying? Hey, that'd be real nice. And then also we're on Stitcher Radio, we're on Google Play, and we're on YouTube if you want to see our faces, like Jesse said. Find out which one of us is black and which one is Jewish. Uh I might be black Jewish. Who knows? Uh you, you know, know what I'm saying? Mean? I might be Jewish black. What's up? There you go. Um but yeah, no, check us out on there. And then yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, man, for the Bucket Hat Boys, Volume 172, in the Bookingtons, in the lab, in the archives. But for the Bucket Hat Boys, we're on to bigger, better things, and that's creating more content for the buckets who love us and we love you. So, yeah, for the Volume of 172, see ya. For the future, we'll be ya. Bucket Up Podcast, the Bucket Hat Boys, we out. Cheer, cheer. Who's that fucking... Who's that? creeping in my window? Who's that? 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 Who's Night riding, still drinking, ducking, ducking. Skydivers, loose cannons, cousins, real addicts, full timers, buzzing, close range Range Rover, stuffy. Don't waste it, no chaser.